as we uh, were asked by our elders, and by we, I mean myself and Pastor Brian, to um, be intentional about incorporating more opportunities for you guys to share your testimonies of how God has worked in your life to bring you to him. And so today we have the privilege of hearing one of those testimonies from a dear member of our church, and I'll hand it over to Chris and Alvin. Hey, Vespers family. Good to be here with you. I have the honor of uh, introducing a, a brother to you who, uh, if you've ever been to the Paradise uh, Ridge Presbyterian Church up in Paradise, you know, you would know Alvin. Uh, he's been serving faithfully as a deacon there for over a decade. He's the guy that's there before, pretty much before anybody shows up, and he's there when everybody's gone, and he just quietly serves so faithfully. And my family and I, when my boys were younger and my daughter was really young, had the, the real privilege, it's been over a decade, of hearing Alvin give his testimony. And I've never forgotten it. And our boys have never forgotten it. Um, and so he is here as your, your faithful brother who serves up in paradise. Um, Alvin, welcome. This is, this is an easy group to talk to. So I hope you feel uh, God's grace falling upon you. And uh, we're glad that you're here. And um, something that Alvin asked me to express, but I'm looking around and I think we're okay. But um, some of the things he's going to talk about are really sensitive and maybe um, uh, adult in nature. But I'm not seeing any little ones that hung out. So I think we're safe. Um, but I just wanted to share that on behalf of Alvin. So um, Alvin, let's have you share. And I'm going to turn on this microphone for him. on? Yes, sounds like it. Okay. Um, as I walk around uh, doing shopping and things like that, quite often I'll look down and I'll see a penny laying on the ground. Um, I always think about it because on it it says, in God we trust. And so I like to focus on that. But the other thing I like to do is I like to stoop down and pick it up, which I'm not able to do right now. Oh, there we go. Because it reminds me that God once stooped down and picked up this penny, and he put, it, put me in his pocket. So that's my testimony that I hope, um, in my testimony, I hope that you will see how God can pick you up, or how he did pick some of you up and put you in his pocket. As a young man, uh, I grew up in the church. Uh, my family and I went to the Methodist church. Um, I learned the various stories that were in the Bible. Um, I knew about the crucifixion. I knew about the uh, nativity scene, and then some of the other stories in the Old and New Testament. Um, I uh, was involved in church. I sang in the church choir uh, as a uh, 
high school student or high school person. And uh, <clears throat> so I knew many of the hymns. Um, I don't remember any of the preaching. Uh, it uh, didn't seem to me like I can remember anything about scripture. Um, as I uh, grew a little older, as I was in uh, junior high, uh, I was introduced to some homosexual activity and uh, uh, I embraced it. I actually chose to do those things. Uh, I, I make it clear that I chose, that it wasn't that God had made me that way, as some people try to tell, told me. Uh, but I uh, had made that choice. And as I grew into adulthood, I moved from uh, Oakdale, where I grew up, and I moved to San Francisco, and I basically embraced the uh, gay lifestyle. Uh, along with that, I allowed myself to get hooked on pornography, and I also allowed myself to become addicted to alcohol. Uh, my addiction to alcohol was, was such that uh, most of those years, um, I really drank myself into a stupor and usually uh, had so much alcohol in me that I'd pass out and wake up in the middle of the night not knowing for sure where I was. Uh, this lifestyle lasted for a long time. Um, there was a point where I began to feel restless. Um, I was uh, getting discouraged with the occupation that I had. Um, also, my life seemed to be uh, just nothing but get up in the morning, go to work, come home, get drunk, pass out, get up in the morning, go to work. And it was just that monotonous. Um, most, most nights even I would close bars. Um, so anyway, um, God, I now realize, was beginning to work on me. Uh, this restlessness caused me to move from the Bay Area back up to uh, Oakdale, which is near Modesto. Um, and I uh, began to study, uh, I went to school to study horticulture. And in the process, um, I had opportunity to come to uh, go to Butte College uh, to learn more about uh, horticulture. And that was part of God's uh, doing. Um, I learned things and I, I uh, was able to grasp things that in school that I never had before. And I think that was a gift from God. Um, <clears throat> as I, I lived in, in Oakdale for, or in uh, Chico for a while, then I was blessed to uh, have a place in paradise. Uh, that God provided for me. Um, I can explain a lot of details on that, uh, but I, I don't want to get bogged down too much here. Um, it so happened that where I was living, uh, the house next door to me went up for sale, and the, the people who bought it 
were Christians and uh, coincidence upon coincidence, uh, he was a landscape architect. And so I got acquainted with them and uh, they were very open about the gospel. And uh, at one point they had, well, we, we uh, fellowshiped together. I had dinners at their house quite often. They invited me to a Christmas program at the CMA church in, in Paradise. And uh, that was in, in December. Uh, but just prior to that, um, I was still a practicing homosexual. And uh, there was this one, one day that I was uh, totally involved in a sexual activity and I had this very strange, compelling feeling come over me. Um, I put my clothes on and went home. I threw away all of the pornography and thankful to God from that day forward, I never had a, a, a thought about those activities. Um, and then, uh, this invitation came. So I went to the Christmas program. Uh, it, was a, it was a beautiful program. The first part of it was Christmas carols and kind of skits and kind of a fun type thing. Then the last half was the serious part of it. Um, they gave a dramatic performance of the nativity scene with live actors but they also included the crucifixion. And although I had known about those things, that was the first time in my life that I got a connection, that one was connected to the other. And that was a, a revelation to me. And so I started going to their church um, and the uh, pastor Roy Price was preaching and he was preaching in, in uh, First Corinthians. And uh, during, as he preached along, he got to chapter six. And uh, in verse, uh, six, uh, chapter six of verse nine, he read, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God do not be deceived, neither the sexually moral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And then he said, and, th and such were some of you. And that really hit home to me and I realized that I was safe. And so um, I, that April, I went forward and two weeks after my 50th birthday, I accepted the Lord. And uh, one year later, I uh, was baptized. And so I just, want to emphasize that God can change lives. He changed mine, and I'm sure there are many here whose lives have been changed. And for those of you who do not know Jesus, 
and his saving grace. You need to find out about him. Um, if you have any questions, um, I'd be willing to answer them. Otherwise, I can be down front and we can talk about anything you wish to talk about on this. And so I would like to leave you with this. I'm, yes? Teresa, I think, had a question, Alvin. Go ahead, Teresa. How old are you now, Alvin? Pardon? How old are you now? Um, <laughs> I just passed my 87th birthday. <laughs> And the man can still work. <laughs> How did your parents respond after you became a practicing homosexual, being raised in the church? Well, um, my birth father and birth mother were passed away, and I was raised by a, a wonderful lady that accepted me as her son. I don't know for sure that she knew that I um, had practiced that. Um, we never discussed it. Um, I don't, I don't think she knew. She's, she passed away many years ago. Actually, before I got too involved in that, I'm sure she would have been disappointed. Because she had, uh, now that I think about it, she had talked to me uh, about it and warned me about a certain man that uh, was a teacher at the school. Rory. It's a difficult question. Um, I think when you're making those kind of choices, you need to listen to two sides of the story. Uh, you see, I, I had... Uh, Within me, I realized that what I was doing was not right. Uh, that's why I was not uh, really joyful in that 
uh, activity. Uh, there were many, many times when I begged God to take that away from me. Um, I need to try to answer your question. Um, we need to teach our children uh, morals. Um, I'm not sure I can answer that question very well. Um, what advice? Well, whatever you, whatever decision you make, like with me, with in, getting involved, you have to be careful what you read. Uh, although I threw all that away, it does come back to me even now and I uh, praise God I can quote scripture and, and erase it but uh, get yourself deeply involved in reading the Bible understand the words of God um, that is the only way that the Holy Spirit can save you from making the wrong choice if I had known scripture when I was younger, I'm sure that would have stopped me from taking on that type of a lifestyle. Thank you. I would like to leave you with this little message. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, blessed by his blood, joint heirs with Jesus as I travel this sod. I'm so glad I'm a part of this family of God. Thank you. Thank you, Alvin. Takes, that takes thank so much God. courage. <laughs> and thank God. Please. Yes, let's pray. Lord, we do thank you. We thank you that in your wisdom and grace and love and mercy, you reached down and you radically saved Alvin. And you bestowed upon him a new path and you led him to you graciously. Thank you even for that family that moved in next to him. That was part of your design. Help us to be faithful in what you've given us, whether it be small or big. Help us to be faithful in not only living the gospel, but proclaiming it, however you call us to do that. Thank you that Alvin proclaimed you powerfully today. And he loves plants, Lord. And thank you that he plants seeds. Alvin plants seeds physically. And you've planted spiritual seeds in his life and then in others through him. We're so grateful for his 87 years. We look forward to him continuing to love on us and serve us. And, and may we pour back into him. And may he feel you pouring your spirit into him to overflowing as he pours out for us. 
We give you all the glory, Lord. We praise you, and we thank you, and we do it in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.